Sunshine Wild Ones, it's Bernadette, and I'm here with your Pick a Card Tarot reading for Saturday, April 17th, 2021. First things first, everybody must please take a second, all you Wild Ones, take a second and send really great thoughts and energy to Joel. Uh, many of you know him from the live readings that I do. He is the tech wizard behind pretty much a lot of the tech that I do. And without him, you would have none of this. So um, he's moving. And today he starts his journey across the country to his brand new, amazing home. And we're very excited for him. And we wish him safe travels. Um, and, uh, and, and so please just send, mm, send good vibes to Joel. All right. So let's get started for this Saturday because... Ah, uh, man, this is just a really cool message. So eel has come in for you all today. And in particular, this is a moray eel. And of course, every time I see this card, I'm like, you know, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a moray. Wa-pa-pa-pa. Um, ring-a-ling-a-ling, ding-a-ling-a-ling. You know, uh, I sing it every single time I see that card. But what's really interesting is uh, I've never had this message come through and it's kooky. So <laughs> what else is new around here? It's kooky, but it is, it is, uh, but really powerful. And here's why. So when you just kind of take a look at what eels represent, obviously they're, you know, they're related to the snake, uh, symbolism and meaning as a spirit totem and power animal, that kind of thing. Um, and then you talk about, you know, being in the water, which is the water element and all of the emotions and diving deep about that, but different animals, even if they're in the same species or family, they, they have a foundation of the same symbolism and meaning, but it is different for each one. So like, um, so like for, oh, well, for instance, in the Kickstarter, and please, if you haven't gotten your book already, please pledge the Kickstarter. We are getting down to our last two weeks. Um, and you're, you're going to want this book. I'm telling you, you're going to be missing out if you don't have this book and, and the price is going to go up significantly after Kickstarter. So get it while it's hot and get it while it's, you know, while you can save money. But that's why once we reach our stretch goals in the Kickstarter campaign, it's going to unlock the two books, the domestic dogs version and the domestic cats version, because even though dog symbolism at its core is the same, it's different, you know, for a Doberman than it is for a Chihuahua, than it is for this, than it is for that. It's the same in the cat world, you know, a Norwegian cat you know, Norwegian forest cat. Oh, I want a Norwegian forest cat so badly. Um, they're very different than a sphinx cat, right? A hairless sphinx. Okay. So this particular card, um, this particular eel is a moray eel. And of course it's purple in color. And so that lens, you know, now you're down in the depths of the water, you're in the emotions, but you're very, very deep into your crown chakra and your third eye chakra, which is, you know, goes from indigo color to purple, you know, a deep purple color. And, and I, I, I'm looking up this way because I'm hearing what um, spirit is telling me to add into this reading, which is there, you must be going through a time. I, I believe you're going through a time where your own psychic development, your own psychic awareness is much more sensitive. It's much more heightened. It's flared out more the whole nine yards. So it makes very good sense that eel would come out for you because it's ties to the snake, which is all about, um, I mean, gosh, snakes are like the biggest healing symbol there is. I mean, that's why the caduceus in the medical community is the inter intertwined snakes. Um, shaman, oh my gosh. I mean, the snake thing with the shaman is no joke. And so um, it, that's that's a number one call for today. But here's the other call. Moray eels have this thing they do when, when they're going after prey in the ocean and that prey skitters down into a crevice of some kind, they will they will undulate their body to fit the crevice. 
And then once they reach that prey, they, they literally turn their tail or whatever portion of them, you know, if it only takes that much of them to get in the hole to get the prey, okay, then whatever it is, they, they literally tie themselves in a knot. And the reason that they do that is let's say that the hole is like this big, but the knot is this big. So the knot catches on the top of that hole. And when they go to yank that prey out, that knot gives them leverage to, to pull even harder to get that prey out. Now that's grizzly and I understand that. I totally do. Again, I say, I pray for a world. I envision a world. I, 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 I do all kinds of things for a world where one thing does not have to consume another thing to survive. That world exists somewhere. I know it. I'm going to it or I'm going to create it. So what that tells me is there's something in your life that you've got to, you know, when people say, don't get your panties in a wad or don't tie yourself in knots over this, that day is not today. I'm not, I'm, no, eel is not telling you to get your panties in a wad, but what it is telling you is tie yourself in knots over this, not the kind of knots where you worry, but to give yourself leverage. Um, some people would call it like if it's a, with a donkey, how they put their feet in and you can't move them forward. Of course, that's about the same with any animal. Um, donkeys are really well known for it just because they are really stubborn. Horses are very well known for it. You ever try to load a horse up in a horse trailer? <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, you know, it, there's something going on in your life. You're going after a prey of some kind. Now, I, that's metaphorical, right? Okay, what that means is Whatever it is that you, let's just say, whatever it is that you desire, whatever it is that you want, and you are moving forward it and going toward it, you've got to tie your tie your butt up in a knot and give yourself leverage so that when you go to snatch that puppy back, you've got that leverage to go, it, it, it will propel you back off of that thing and you'll come back with the full Monty, <laughs> so to speak, the full Megillah. You won't bring it out in pieces. It will come out and it, it, it will come out and come to you all in one chunk. Now, only you are going to know what you're working on and what, you know, what's going on with that. But it's important, important, important for you to hear this today. Now, the other thing about moray eels is they have actually two sets of jaws and kind of like an alien. An alien when Sigourney Weaver is standing there like that and that thing comes at her and you're like, that's horrible looking. Oh, and then the other mouth opens up and you're like, she gonna die. She gonna die. They're gonna kill off Sigourney Weaver. Of course they don't because she's Sigourney Weaver, but you get it, right? Now, as horrifying as that may be, I was shown in my head what I was shown was um, the Two of Swords, which is the woman sitting there with the blindfold on and it's the Two of Swords. She can't make a decision. She thinks she can't make a decision. This is not like that. This is about you actually have two steps to take. That is whatever you're wanting, whatever you're desiring, whatever's not working that you need a solution to, you've got to take two steps to get there. And it might require two sets of communication. It might require one set of jaws to come out and secure it. And then another set of jaws to come out and, and bring it back meaning you, you get a hold of it, but you need that bigger set of whatever it is to really grab a hold of it and bring it back. The other thing that it is telling me is somebody is, somebody is lying to you. I don't know who it is. I don't know what it's about. And it, this really is not about your telling tales to somebody else, but I, I have what showed up as a vision when it comes to this part of this reading is that 
I really do see you standing there like Sigourney Weaver. You're like, oh, can I trust this? Can I trust this? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. The one mouth comes out and you think one thing and then the other mouth comes out and it says another thing. Now, that was part of a reading last week, but this is like, I don't even know how to put it. The energy on this is really serious. It's not a downer. It's serious because you're going to catch it. And the good news about when you catch this is that you're going to be able to use their lie to leverage something that you gain. So for instance, um, I have a lot of friends that, are, well, I don't have a lot of friends, but I have a few friends that are investors, right? They invest in stocks and, you know, that, that kind of thing. And they always laugh about when the whales, the big money people are pumping the market and controlling the market by doing big buys and big dumps and this and that. They just sit back and they laugh and they look at it and they use it to their advantage. Now, they don't have the millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, you know, the tens and hundreds of millions of dollars to invest. But in their financial world, and let's be clear, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you to go out and invest money. I'm not telling you any of that. This is an example of using someone else's big fat lies they're telling you because they're talking out of both sets of jaws, okay, both sets of teeth. I'm telling you that you're going to be able to use that information to gain for your advantage, whatever that means. So they'll sit back and they'll watch the market and they'll watch the market caps and the this and the that and stuff. I don't know anything about. And that's when they'll go in and place their buys at the, at, at the, at the financial level that they can afford. And so they're, they're using those lies to gain their own advantages. I just think it's the smartest thing in the world. It's just, it's beyond me, but it's hilarious. And I love listening to them talk about it. So that said, um, there's there's another thing that comes along with these two jaws, which is not biting off more than you can chew. So even though you might have the little jaw that you open and you grab a hold of it, only bite what you can chew, but if you need a little bit of extra help and it should only be a little bit, then you bring in that extra set of jaws and just pull back what you want. Now, that can have everything to do with your own psychic development because Saturdays are the are the third eye chakra day, right? And it's the get it done, get it done, get it, get it done day. And I have watched people open up their crown chakra and their third eye chakra without setting intentions or, or placing boundaries, that kind of thing. And it scares them. It's too much too soon. They don't understand. They this, they that. And I've watched many a person who could be a really excellent psychic intuitive tarot reader medium get boogered and go the opposite direction because they bit off more than they could chew. Now, that said, that's very different than knowing in your gut what you're ready for. And you must look at the signs that tell you that. Because by and large, oh, what study was that I read one time? You know, I'm always reading about human performance and the psychology of why people do things and that kind of thing because it fascinates me. And mostly because I never know what I, I, it's very rare that I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm such a feeling person. I kind of go about everything by feel. Although I do do my research when it calls for it, I do a lot of stuff by how does it feel to me? Okay. And it served me very well. And it's also, you know, kicked me in the pants a few times. That said, 
gosh, what was this study? I don't remember y'all, but, but, but people will more often think they're not ready for something than jump in. Even if they've done all the research, even if they've got a rock solid plan sitting in front of them, if it's something where they've got to take a, a, what they consider a leap of faith, when it oftentimes it isn't even a leap of faith, they would rather not take a risk. Even if they're not taking a risk, they'd rather not take a risk. And my, my, my argument to that is, did you get up this morning? Did you wake up this morning? Yes. Did you walk down your hallway? Yes. Okay, well, you were taking a risk. What does that mean? You could have had a heart attack. You could have had a stroke. You could have had an aneurysm. You could have this. A tree could have fallen on your house. Your cat could have tripped you and you cracked your neck because I unfortunately actually know somebody that tripped over their cat, whacked their neck on the side of their tub, and that was it, man. They are in the great kitty litter box in the sky. Um, a much older person, you know, like literally in their late eighties, but still. Um, and when I walk through my house, that's it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's it. Okay. When I get up in the middle of the night to do my business, like we all do, I shuffle my feet on the ground and I move slowly. Why? Because it's dark in my house and I have five cats and God knows they love me and they just want to be loved on, but they'll get right in front of my feet. I ain't trying to fall and crack my head open. I got stuff to do, right? I got magic to do in this world. And so do you. And so um, I know the risk is there. I mitigate the risk by doing this, but I still make my trip to go do my business. So this is the same kind of thing. You, you're ready for whatever this is. You can use someone else's whatever to your advantage. There's like so many different pieces and parts of this message for today that, and let me go back to the, you know, you're ready. The signs have been there. The timing of things have been weird. Oh my gosh. I just talked literally yesterday. I had a conversation with somebody, good buddy of mine, um, a younger fella, just a nice guy, you know, one of the sons I'll never have. And I was compelled to ask him a question that is absolutely none of my business, but I was told to ask him. I said, hey, I'm getting one of my spidey sense things. Can I ask you a question? Sure, he says. I asked him a question. He goes, you know, you freak me out when we, these." I'm like, why? And he said, because just yesterday I was talking to my wife about X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, right, but you get why this is happening, right? He goes, well, now I do after, you know, 10 years of knowing you, I do. He goes, now I know I should move ahead with this. I'm like, Yes, because the message is you should move ahead and you should get on this. But the message for him was right now, figure out everything you've got to figure out and move right now. And so that's the message for you is that the signs have been coming for you. You are ready to go to that next level. You can take you, you can, can bite off more than you think you can chew, but you can chew it. You just don't know it yet or 100% believe it yet. And then there are some of you that are going to know intuitively because this, you know, this is for the collective, but there will be a few of you all out there that really just need to take it bite size and then just a little bit more than you can chew and just take it in increments, increments, increments. But the feeling that I have for you all that Eel is sending me, I mean, listen, y'all know I love puns, but honest to goodness, it's electric. Uh, 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 it's electric. It really is electric. Everything in my body is standing up on end. I don't know what this is that you want, what you're going after, but I'm so happy for you. I just like, I'm happy for you and proud of you. And so I hope that was helpful. Um, pick up your copy of the Arc Animal Tarot and Oracle deck. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Get on over to GatheringMystics.com and please pledge the Kickstarter and get this book. If you really, truly love spirit, tone, and power animals, and you don't have this book, 
you're missing out. It's the most definitive book literally of all time on the subject. Get it while it's hot. And the prices haven't raised because of the paper prices in China. But all of that said, the most important thing is to what? To do good for animals and stay wild.